texts on our... Let's see. Two-day shipping. Okay, good. I'm sorry. What were you saying? <laughs> Joe's really taking, taking advantage of Cyber Monday. Yes, back to Cyber Monday Very in a second. excited about it. A couple of texts related to our Mars conversation, both the spaceship that's landing today and Elon Musk's plan to uh, land on Mars. How long does the probe listen to Mars before it whips out its cell phone? <laughs> that's a joke. I get it. I can only listen for so long before I get bored with your conversation. Oh, boy. Um, and this. Oh, you'll work all day long with little life or leisure and the remainder of your short life? I don't need to go to Mars for that experience. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back to real life, I Oof. guess, this week. Yeah, Oof. happy Monday, everybody. Oof. Too much perspective. Yeah. But it's everywhere. The news that today is because Friday was Black Friday, don't you know? It's the, the, the day of the year in which most retailers get into the black. That's why they call no, it it's Black not. Friday. No, it's not. It never, That's never been true. It never was, and it's even less true now than right. it was when they started the stupid myth. Exactly. And today is Cyber Monday, which is named Cyber Monday because... Well, let me see if I can get my eyes rolled back so far. I'm looking at my own brain. Er, <laughs> er, er, almost got there. Cyber Monday originally arose because people would chop at work online because they didn't have the internet at home. Or they didn't have very good internet service at home. So allegedly, if anybody was going to order anything online, it would be the Monday after Thanksgiving. Which may or may not have been true at some point. And who cares? (laughs) But it's certainly not the case now. But it's it's a sales promotion. It gets people looking. I got to admit, I wondered myself. I'm my my phone is starting to conk out on me, and I thought, all right, I could take it to the poorly named Genius Bar as an applicant, or I could just get another one. Um, that's what they're counting on. And I I was thinking, well, yeah, yeah, I know. That's why they send the death ray out of Cupertino every time they put a new one out. Um, but uh, I thought, I wonder if uh, you know, a guy can get a little love. You know, uh, what now that it's Cyber Monday. So. Matt, read any of the menti, many, menti? What's that? That's a wow. made up word. Where are you from? <laughs> a made up word. What is that accent? I can't understand you. Read one of the many articles written over the years about the fact that you're more likely to get a good deal closer to Christmas. It's just, anyway, do whatever you want. I don't care. Um, but it's, yeah, I truly don't. So it's. <laughs> So it's Black Friday. It's Cyber Monday. Tomorrow's Giving Tuesday. Wednesday is Weed Your Garden Wednesday. <laughs> Throw out your old socks Thursday. That's the one I'm looking forward to. Then we're back to Black Friday to the darkening or something like that. And we just keep going with this cycle. Oh, all oh, the way well, to Christmas. Speaking of it, actually, you know, it's funny. I was just reading a piece. Was it Brazil or somebody? Somebody now has well, one of your countries. I think it's Brazil or Colombia has two Black Fridays and two Cyber Mondays now. <laughs> well, they, they, they win the hell. They win. One is working, let's try two. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of giving, next week will be, and, and we've received a number of emails asking about this at mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. That's how you email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com, asking us if we're going to be raising money for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station this year, and we absolutely are. Yes, that is next week. So, uh, you know, if you're uh, thinking of giving or enthused about that idea, it'll, your chance will come next week. I don't know if you all wrestle with this because we're full on into Christmas season and my kids are making lists and grandma and grandpa are asking, you know, what do you want? And uh, talking about seeing Santa and all this sort of stuff. And the kids are looking through catalogs and blah, blah, blah. 
And uh, just the consumerism of it. It's just, it's so, it, there's no way that this is healthy. It's healthy for the economy, as two-thirds of our economy is consumer spending. But it's just, it's just, I did it as a kid. I'm okay, kind of. Um and and it it is what it, it is what America is, but just just the consumerism. I'm, I'm sorry, no extended warranty. <laughs> Joe, I mean, what still, were you saying? Joe's still taking advantage. God, you're of just talking and talking and talking. But just the focus on stuff and which stuff do I want and making lists of all the stuff, none of which we need for the yeah. most part. Yeah, just it's ah, can't be good for you. But yeah. it's what we do. It's fine. I, I'm not trying to rain on our parade. I'll do it. You'll do it. We'll all enjoy it. They'll have fun. Christmas morning will be fantastic. It was for me. It'll be for them. But it just it's ah. Jack has little youngsters. Uh, Judy and I had our kids young, and and now they're they're bigger. And I'm getting the what do you want for Christmas? And I tell them, uh, let's spend a little time together. That'd be great. Let's just hang out. How about a call now and then? No. <laughs> to assure me, I didn't completely screw you up. Jeez. <laughs> oh, no, and but but uh, I I say no, let's just let's do something together. Let's go out to lunch together. That'd be great, or or something like that. And it's like no no no. What do you want for Christmas? Because they feel like it's obligatory. Uh, don't buy me anything. I know. Don't buy me anything. No, I know. Listen, I know how much you make. Practically nothing. You're a net drain on the economy. <laughs> I've seen the numbers. <laughs> we fill out the forms every year for financial aid. Um. Don't buy me anything. Just, just, just let's talk about life or hang out or go play golf or whatever. But it's become so obligatory. But you know, this is obviously time-tested uh, subject matter. But eh, oh well, I'll, I'll come up with something silly. Um, uh, you know what I may have uh, them get me is uh, espresso cups, little cups, not K cups, because it wasn't. Judy and I, for the first time since we became semi-empty nesters, actually went on like a vacation together. Go do something fun. I don't know what's wrong with us, but we finally did. And we did three and a half days in Tucson. Uh, played a little golf. Uh, three and a half days uh, in the Scottsdale area. Uh, played a little golf. Hung out, ate and drank too much. And both the hotels I was in had a little espresso, espresso machine. And I got into a couple of those in the morning. Very nice. Very fancy. Very nice. I left. Uh, yeah, I had my pinky out. I kind of got into it. So I don't know. Maybe I'll get me one of those machines, as long as they're not too expensive. By the way, weaklings, four and a half is the answer. I bet you didn't, did you? What? That's how many pounds I gained. Oh boy. Four In and a half. Period. Um, a week. A week. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah. Well, I ate pie six times a day for four days. Literally six times a day? Probably more than that. But... Oh, jeez. Is there like Pies Anonymous? Pie Eaters Anonymous? I ate a lot of pie. you got to check into a rehab. God, it was good. And if I had some here, I'd eat some right now. They may have to take extreme measures, strap you down, pump you full of chemicals, put you in a coma. Um, what do I just, I don't even, I almost, I can't finish the sentence. All right, then don't. I won't. Coming up, China's technology for controlling its citizenry has passed a new milestone. The social credit score is being implemented in wider swaths of China. It's really an amazing system. It's horrifying. It's oppressive. It is totalitarian government at its worst. And there are some aspects of it I like. Interesting. And Trump and the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court got into it a little bit last week. Donald Trump, the guy from The Apprentice? That's right. And um, Trey Gowdy, who we love, congressman, 
had a response to it that might surprise you. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Leaks are counterproductive, whether Jim Comey's doing it, whether the FBI is doing it, or whether Congress is doing it. The remedy for leaks is not to have a public hearing where you are supposed to ask about 17 months worth of work in five minutes. I think the remedy is to videotape the deposition, videotape the transcribed interview. That way the public can see whether the question was fair, they can judge the entirety of the answer, but there is no fact finder on the planet that tries to discover the truth in five minute increments, and I can't think of one that does it on national television. Damn it, I wish Trey Gowdy weren't wow. retiring. Wow. He, he so often says th- things that are just clearly true. That's Trey Gowdy, who's a retiring congressman, because he can't stand it. Um, he can't stand D.C. anymore, the hypocrisy, grandstanding, and stupidity. And there's a beautiful example of it. There's not a fact finder on the planet who thinks that they can get to the truth in five minutes, and certainly not on a live telecast. So this is what we're talking about Um a committee that the Republicans still run talking about subpoenaing James Comey to ask him some more questions about this whole Russian investigation, blah, 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 the whole thing. Uh, Comey said he doesn't want to do it because he's worried there'll be selective leaks, leaks that will misconstrue what he said, which there almost certainly would be. Um, Trey Gowdy, and he said, I want a public hearing. I don't want to go behind closed doors because it'll just leak out and mm-hmm. it, and it will be misrepresenting what I actually said, which is a, a decent worry. He wants a public hearing. Trey Gowdy's saying those public hearings, which we just saw recently <laughs> with um, Kavanaugh and a bunch of other different stuff recently, as as Trey Gowdy says, the, the whole everybody gets five minutes, that, that's no way to figure anything out. Here's a question for you, and the answer so, is... So you do it behind closed doors, and you videotape it, right. and then release the whole thing. Yeah. Well, uh, okay, so this is tangential, but uh, the the answer to this question is, because Washington is phony and a, full of a bunch of hypocrites, here's the question. If the Republicans, out of fear of the optics, would grant all their time to a woman who... I'm talking about during the Kavanaugh hearings, the questionings of Christine Blasey Ford, the the prosecutor lady, who I'm sure is a fine professional, had no idea of the pace and the politics involved, and it was terribly mishandled until Lindsey Graham just said, I'm not putting up with that. Uh, I'm doing I'm using my own time. Thank goodness he did. If they do that, why wouldn't they instead of. Five-minute veering side to side, non-continuous, uh, you know, uh, uh, haphazard showboaty grilling. So why wouldn't they just say, "Trey Gowdy, you're a former prosecutor and you're a bulldog. You got this one." Have a vote behind the closed doors, and Trey Gowdy would sit there for forty-five minutes and grill James Comey. How much better? And and listen, maybe you're a Democrat. Flip flip the other side if you want. You want somebody to grill uh, Donald Jr. about the alleged meeting or something? Same thing applies. Why wouldn't you have them 
do the questioning for 45 straight minutes. Because none, none of those grandstanders are going to give up their five-minute right. shot at getting on the evening news. It has nothing to do with justice or getting to the truth. Nothing. You're being manipulated. It's one of the circuses that you know the Roman emperor referenced and uh, give them bread and circuses. So that was Trey Gowdy on Fox News Sunday, I believe, yesterday. And the other thing he talked about was this Trump versus Roberts feud that happened last week. And you might have missed it because it happened literally on Thanksgiving Day. You know, I saw the headline, and it was the perfect example of if you're on vacation, you're not following the news, and you come back, and you still didn't really pick up on the controversies you, you missed, you're fine. You're gonna, really fine. I'm not going to get into the details. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, which gets overturned all the time, made yet another ruling against Trump on the whole immigration thing. And it quite possibly be, will be retur- overturned when it gets to the Supreme Court. It happens all the time. But anyway, Trump fired off that the U.S. the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals is a disgrace, um, that it was an Obama judge that made this ruling, and it's unfair, blah, blah, blah. We'll never get a fair shake in the Ninth Circuit. And then Chief Justice Roberts, in what is being called by many historians an unprecedented deciding to come out and get into the politics of things. Oh, boy. Not a good idea. Decided to tweet back that there are no Obama judges or Trump judges. We're all dedicated men to blah, blah, blah. You can you can imagine what he said. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and why he got into that, nobody's exactly sure. Um, he was a couple of glasses of wine in, clearly. Quite possibly. Drunk and, tweeting. And a number of people have pointed out Trump's not the first person president to criticize the supreme court there's actually a long list of it fairly recently with barack obama in a state of the union address criticized the supreme court with them sitting there right Right. in front of him right for a decision they made and and stated that it was clearly wrong i mean remember when whichever justice shook his head no 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 you got it wrong citizens united yeah yeah but anyway um and legislators famously clapping as loud as they could right next to the judge's heads Right. Which, you know, I, actually, I think it was Roberts the other day saying, I don't know why we go. It's become a political pep rally. But so on that idea, what Trump uh, tweeted out about there are Obama judges and uh, you can't trust an Obama judge and that sort of stuff. Um, Trey Gotti was asked about that yesterday and he said, I wish Chief Justice Roberts were right that there are no Obama judges or Bush judges or Clinton judges. I wish there were not a politicization of the judiciary, but it's not just politicians he said, every print article that you will go find this afternoon refers to judges based on the president that put them in office. And you see terms like conservative and ultra-conservative and liberal and moderate, which are political terms, but they're used to describe judges. You and the media do that all the time. So acting like that's not a thing is ridiculous. Trey County for president, but he doesn't want the job. So Trump pointing that out is not crazy when the media, every story they ever do about a judge, Mm -hmm. they mention which president appointed them. They obviously think that means something. Yeah. Also, with adding with the label, the conservative judge, the moderate judge, they do it all the time. Yeah. Uh, So how's the president pointing that out just completely out of bounds? a, A weenie judge or a weenie journalist pointing it out is a little different from the president. You know, you could make the argument he's bringing... You know, doubt upon our uh, institutions, et cetera, oh, I get et cetera. But, I get that. But for the president to say, look, it was a super lefty judge, it won't stand. That's just true. I mean, it may stand, but if it's a super lefty judge, I don't, 
What did we all that, just? Isn't that just stating what is clearly true and everybody knows? Well, yeah. And what did we? What was that whole battle a couple of a month or so ago over Kavanaugh? That was all about there are this many liberal judges, this many conservative judges. We all just agree no, there aren't. on this. No, there aren't. Shut up. Stop so we're, saying that. We're Stop supposed to it. pretend that's not true. Shh. Stop it. Yeah, I know. That's what the whole fight was about. I swear to God, Roberts must have been buzzed up. He must have had a, a few glasses of wine because that he couldn't like get on the phone to. Say, Lindsey Graham. Hey, Lindsey, that was great. That screed you unleashed at the Kavanaugh deal. Do me a favor, would you? Could you say judges are hardworking people who just try to get, you know, call it the way they see it or something? Why would he do that himself? That's that's crazy. Now, it, it is true that, that judges often turn out to be way different than the president that appointed them thought they were going to be. Mm-hmm. Politically. Yeah. But... Well, and not every Obama appointee rules in a way that favors no. lefties. No, of but course not. D- there are, and, and Tim the lawyer has spoken on this. Tim Sandifer, our friend, has spoken on this uh, with great, uh, you know, persuasiveness and knowledge. There are fundamentally different ways of seeing the law and the Constitution uh, based on your political bent. I mean, fundamentally different. And most of America's law schools are way left right now. And so it's not shocking that a lefty judge would unleash a ruling that he or she consider, because they let girls be judges now, Jack. Um, <laughs> they'll unleash a, a ruling that is perfectly consistent with the way they see the world in the Constitution, and it is wildly different than a conservative judge. It just is. So I don't, I have no idea why John Roberts shot off his mouth. No idea. Maybe he just doesn't think the president should say that. I'm sure he doesn't think that, but how did he think that was going to help anything? We're so above it all, I'm now going to tweet at the president about how not above it all he is. Well, that's like Chuck Schumer's statement. Did you see that? Saying, I hate a lot of Judge Roberts' rulings because they are wildly biased and political. But I agree with him that the judges (laughs) should be above bias in politics. It was it was so wildly hypocritical in the space of like 20 words. It may have set the record for that. I'm not sure who keeps track of it, but it was one of the most astounding, astoundingly unself-aware statements I've ever seen in my life. By the way, speaking of records and Marshall's about to come in here, I did have a foot race with my son. Oh, at the park the other day to see if I still am the fastest person in the family. Wow. And I did beat him, although I had to try. I'd say I was 95 percent effort to win. Now, it is fair to point out that we then had a hanging from the monkey bars contest. Oh, boy. And I took third place. Oh, boy. Behind both my sons. The muscles in your armpits must really deteriorate with age. Because <laughs> that's what was screaming at me as we hung there. Or your I, girth, Captain Pie. It wasn't even it wasn't even close on who could hang from the bars the longest. Not even close. I dropped in pain while they were both still hanging there. Simple Simon met a pieman going to the fair. He had no pies left because Jack ate them all. Have you ever tried to do the monkey bars recently? Go all the way across with your hands? No. You should give it a whirl. As a, as a friend, I asked a friend of mine this. He said, my kids are grown. I try not to hang out at parks. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than I would have come up with. I tip my cap. What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Well, President Trump and the mayor of Tijuana agree on the possible dangers in the caravans at the gate. We've got major changes at GM and another Catholic diocese is postponing the release of the names of sex abuser priests. Not cool. Am I wrong, or has Trump been surprisingly quiet over this border invasion? Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. 
I don't watch the college football, but Texas A&M and LSU with seven overtimes. Final score, 74-72. That's enough. That's a heck of a game right there. I wish I'd have seen that. Uh, let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Now, President Trump doubling down in the caravans at the southern border, tweeting this morning, quote, Mexico should move the flag-waving migrants, many of whom are stone-cold criminals, back to their countries. Do it by plane, do it by bus, or do it any way you want. <laughs> Almost they... went Dr. Seuss on us there. <laughs> do it by plane, do it by bus. All we care is they're not by us. That's pretty good. Yeah, that is pretty good. They are not coming. I was going to go with find a driver named Gus, but yours is better. (laughs) They are not. Would you deport them with a fox? Would you deport them in their socks? (laughs) We will close the border. Trump tweets permanently if need be. Congress, fund that wall. His tweet coming a day after hundreds of migrants tried to storm the U.S.-Mexican border. Surprising lack of tweets after the story broke yesterday, though. I thought, here we go. He must have just thought the images on TV were were painting the picture he needed. I don't know. Yeah, that was the first thing I thought. Then I thought, when was the last time the president just kept quiet because things were going his way? Right. It's just not his style. Right. Uh, the uh, Border Patrol is now saying there was a 1,000 people who uh, who made that mad dash. Wow. 1,000 people. What I still would like to know is if there was any planning to that, like one, two, three, go, or did it was just a... Somebody made a break for it, and then everybody thought, here's our chance. I mean, that that running with your little kids thing, yeah. what do you think's going to happen there? <clears throat> that something really bad could happen. You're running toward a whole bunch of armed people on on the Mexican side right. and our side with, with little kids. How do you think that's going to turn out? Well, it's a stampede to start with. That's dangerous enough to be right. involved in with a five-year-old girl. Mob it just seems crazy to me. Yep. General Motors is going to be laying off close to 15,000 factory and white-collar workers in North America. They're going to put uh, five plants up for possible closure as it restructures to cut costs and focus more on self-driving and electric vehicles. Mm, okay, that sounds like a dodge to me, that last part. But Yeah, that is to make it sound all modern right. and everything. Yeah, yeah right. we're forward-thinking. We're not failing. We're, we're, we're the f- company of the future. There's also a story that broke today that they got 2.7 million vehicles out there that might have faulty brakes they knew about. Does that factor into this at all? I don't know. Maybe not. Well, I'm going to have to, uh, you know, steal uh, steal for possible uh, losses in the future. Most of the affected factories build cars, they say, that will not be sold in the U.S. after next year. The Diocese of Oakland is delaying plans to release the names of clergy uh, who have been credibly accused of sex abuse. Diocese announced in October it would plan uh, or publish a list of names in 45 days. Now they are saying those names are not going to be released until after January 1st at the earliest. Because? Diocese says they need more time to contact survivors and to notify or verify, rather, information on the accused priests. Yeah, whatever the reason is, they delay releasing the names. I don't know when the Catholic Church is going to finally get the message that they've got to start being more concerned about the victims than their own priests. I don't know when they're going to get that. Turn, and that's going to sink into them. Turns out for the human brain, death may not be as immediate as it seems. Ooh, this is the worst thing I've heard well, all day. Wow. Jeez. Researchers. Jeez, you just gave me nightmares for the rest of my life. Researchers from the Stony Brook University of Medicine found it may take hours for the brain to shut down after death as the blood slowly stops pumping so, to it. So several hours of 
painful. Gee, I wish I was alive. Physical and mental anguish. Man, I remember being alive. Good times. So I'm clearly completely dead now. Oh, wow. This is something. I mean, what what kind of a hell would that be? For several hours? Yes. Is it anguish or is it literally God's waiting room? I don't know. This is bizarre. I thought you could measure this sort of thing. Well, apparently they have. They looked at patients with cardiac arrest. They found that... Several it... hours of thinking about it? Yes. wonder if I'm going up or down. North or south. Oh, my God. There I was, was a pretty good guy. Time. There's that time I saw the guy's hand in poker, and I didn't tell him. Uh-oh. <laughs> Some and all those speeding tickets. Oh, does, no. it, does it feel hot or is that my imagination? <laughs> Some of the researchers say this could mean that people stay conscious inside for their body hours. for a while after death. Oh, my God. It's the worst thing I've ever heard. All right. Time Can you I, feel things? Well, if it's hours, most of your thought would probably be, man, I wish the afterlife would start. This is boring. <laughs> Boring AF. Nothing, nothing's <laughs> happened for three hours. I never thought I'd say this, but Marshall, I wish you had brought us a coffee study. Yeah, there's no yeah, inter- no kidding. There's no internet in here. There's nothing. No Netflix. <laughs> Just in my own head. Just lying here. All right, time for another check of the biggest online sales day of the year. But of course, what? it's not really. Okay. Positive Sean at our Cyber Monday desk with this update with all the action thus far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the deal's still rolling in. If, you, if you're looking for smartphones, smart watches, smart cars, smart thermostats, smart blenders, smart coffee makers, smart microwaves, today's the day for you. And uh, all the articles would tell you that if you're a smart shopper, you wait till closer to Christmas when things get even cheaper. Right. Oh, no, this is Cyber Monday because people are going back to work where they have a fast internet connection. And, right. and, and, and if you're a retailer, you just, out of generosity, cut your prices to less than you can sell it for. I, I just don't get it. It's never made any sense to me. Mm. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm starting to get show the conscience of the nation. Michael, let's ring the bell. You know, I say instead of, uh, what was some smart watch, smart car, smart garage door opener, we don't use that term anymore, and we start saying, watch Google can hack into, mm. you know, toast, watch. toaster oven Facebook can track, Yeah, garage door o- open that Mark Zuckerberg knows when I come and go. You want a new trackable car? You want a new tra- trackable glasses? Yeah, new trackable toaster N- no, oven. No, I don't. Um, you can buy Armstrong and Getty stuff, though, right, on Cyber Monday? That's right, our Cyber Monday special, buy two, get two. <laughs> I mean, literally, not two more, just two. Yeah, you, you, buy, you get the two that you bought. Yes, you know what they right. say, you get what you pay for? Well, that's true at armstrongandgetty.com. <laughs> <laughs> you get exactly what you pay for and no more. Right. I'm not going to dangle some funny do- deal in front of you. That's no insulting. Less. You're not going to get less than you right. pay for. Certainly not. It's not buy two, get one. <laughs> no, it's buy two, get two. That offer stands up to a thousand different items. T-shirts, hoodies, hats, whatever. <laughs> have we figured out oven mitts yet? Because we really have to get oven mitts on there. Hanson, do we have oven mitts yet? Working on it. Oh, yeah. All right. So China is leaping ahead in its plan to track all citizens and rate them on whether they're good people or not. There are certain aspects of the plan I kind of like. Awesome. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation.
The Armstrong and Getty Show. On the topic of weight gain over the last week, I gained four and a half pounds. This person, Tess Texter, says, I came out of the week minus two pounds. Because, oh. I, because I went with the Friday Tainted Breakfast Special at the Marriott we stayed at in Arizona for the holiday. Oh, no. Got some bad food somewhere. Helped with their weight loss. <sighs> Good stomach problem will uh, we'll help you out. Oh, man. There's, there's a lot of eating and drinking for my week. Oh, man, we got after it. It's like a third honeymoon. You know, my, my, yeah, my problem is uh, is not indulging the kids. It's one thing for me to do it to myself, but letting the kids go down that path. Just just too way too easy. Stop by and get a milkshake or have dessert again or, or whatever. And I don't, you know, I don't want to put my bad habits on them. Those big pies your wife is making, what yeah. do you figure the radius is on those? I don't know. It's definitely bigger than your average pie. Because a lot of when times... When you contemplate the area of a pie, does it amuse you that you have to use pie? <laughs> As in 3.14. It amuses the hell out of me. <laughs> Uh, a lot of people will make a pie, and I'll look at it, and I'm like, what is that, a button? I mean, it's what like... What is that, a cookie? Yeah, exactly. It's like that big. No, these were like, not Costco big, but closer to that than most pies I've seen. Damn. My wife made a pumpkin and an apple. I ate both multiple times a day for four days. I may but, get a pumpkin pie on the way home. Oh, so good. But none of your children's uh, adventurously colored cakes that they made. I didn't eat any of their cake. Ouch. Yeah. Hurtful. Mm. mm. Did they follow any sort of recipe, or did they just kind of freestyle it? We kind of follow the recipe best we can. Hmm. I help them out on that. Okay. It's the decorations. They just way too many sprinkles and frosting. Did they put gummy bears on again? Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, that's that's not a sprinkle. (laughs) (laughs) That is. That's so gross. Oh, it is. Oh, my God. So China has long been working on this program to give everyone a personalized rating. The aspect of this I like. It's an experiment in totalitarian control that oh, can only happen with the help of the Internet. It is it is loathsome and nightmarish in virtually every way. It will be a, a cudgel, a tool, a, a beating wand, if you will, um, to enforce uh, obedience to the will of the government. we got to hope China. the whole world doesn't end up this way eventually. Right. On the other hand... I'm looking at the list of good thing, bad thing uh, standards, and some of it is like enforced karma. And I've got to admit, just, you know how it is, my friends, that you see somebody who has like completely rejected the social compact, is dropping MF bombs in front of little kids, you know, is not cleaning up after their dog. I was on the beach with my kids and seeing broken glass various places and thinking, who are you people? Right, exactly. What is your thinking? You came to the beach, I assume, because you like it, and you break some glass here. Yeah, it's astounding to me. And you see people like that, and, and karma ain't good enough. It's not, I, I want 100% karma. Well, probably be careful what you wish for, Joe. Anyway, um, Beijing is thinking by 2021, they'll have a, a personalized rating for each resident. Wow. Those with so-called social credit will get green channel benefits. Those who violate laws and other guidelines will find life more difficult. According to the government, and I'm quoting now, those deemed untrustworthy will, quote, be unable to move even a single step. Um, and, and you're talking about, uh, you know, getting goods and services. They mentioned that, uh, bah, 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 bah. 
they have already, or by the end of May, people with bad credit in China have been blocked from booking more than 11 million flights and 4 million high-speed uh, train trips. So you go to uh, book a flight, and instead of, you know, finding out there's, uh, you know, only two seats left or they're, you know, back of the plane uh, window seats or whatever, you find out you can't book at all because you're a bad person. No seat for you. How do you end up on the naughty list? I will tell you this, and they're talking about Hangzhou, the city. I have no idea if I'm pronouncing that right. I'm American. Uh, they rolled out their personal credit system earlier this year, rewarding pro-social behaviors such as volunteer work and blood donations, while punishing those who violate traffic laws and charge under-the-table fees, caught, uh, you know, taking bribes, etc., etc. Um The proposal calls for agencies, including tourism bodies, business regulators, and transit authorities to work together. They're hoping to tie together a web of everything you do. So you show up, I don't know, on Chinese Cyber Monday, hoping to get uh, 20% off a nice barn coat from L.L. Bean. L.L. Bean... The, the, the Chinese government, of course, has a line into because they're totalitarians. They'll say, no, you don't get 20% off your barn coat, yellow channel guy. And you got to pay full price because you violated, you know, the social guidelines. You've gotten a bad score. The unfortunate part of this, <laughs> where it turns into beatings and extrajudicial killings and concentration camps, is if you dare criticize the government, you'll be downgraded severely and won't be able to function. So if I'm downgraded for traffic violations, I could get back up to green by giving enough blood. Well, it'll help. <laughs> I don't know what the ratios are. The Damn, point system. I got caught speeding again. I got to give blood every day for the next month. Uh, so how about that tourism bodies? Yeah, we'd like to book a room at the Seaside uh, Marriott. We hear the breakfasts are really good. And this, no, you can't stay here. You can't stay here. You let your dog poo on the sidewalk. Or more likely... You criticize the government just because they jailed your uncle and you haven't seen him for 10 years. Brave new world, my friends. Hey, kids, it's that time again. With Armstrong and Getty. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Boy, that certainly lightened the mood, didn't it? Let's get a final thought from everybody on the staff. It's Michelangelo leading us off. Michael? Uh, just a reminder that due to the Cyber Holiday, uh, Cyber Monday holiday, there may be some school closures and garbage service may be disrupted. But check, because I can't confirm this. <laughs> Positive Sean, final thought. Yes, it's always nice to get some time off, but I'm truly thankful to have a job that I miss when I'm away. It's good to be back. I hear that. Here, here. Marshall Phillips, final thoughts. I got to tell you, Jack, all your talk about pie, now I'm hunkering for pie, so oh. I'm going to go and get me some. Oh, my God. Yeah. God, I so want some pumpkin pie. Jack, do you have a final thought? So we've been mentioning the Armstrong and Getty store throughout oh, the day. Yes. For some reason, we've had our worst sales day since we opened the store. We think it's because you think we're joking. We've been joking about oven mitts and that sort of thing for years. We actually have a store where you can buy lots of different stuff with Armstrong and Getty on it. Yeah, armstrongandgetty.com. The logo is really cool, too, if you haven't seen the new logo. Uh, my final thought is I posted last night that I'd made myself like I improvised a warm coffee cocktail. Because I was cold and I got a physical problem I'll talk more about later. But I was you needed pain, some booze. And I wanted some booze. So, I, you know, I put several things together. And the number of people on Twitter who, like, angrily criticized what I drank. I've never 
gotten you people. <laughs> the right and wrong way to get drunk, and I will belittle you if you get drunk in a way I don't approve. I could drive nails with my liver. Don't you tell me how to drink. I will smash a bottle of whatever I'm drinking and come at you, you with not, it. I know. I used to get the... Uh, way I, to drink blank, pussy. I never liked what? shots and people criticizing me. I, I think, listen, 25-year-old girl criticizing me for not drinking this jello shot. I'll still be drinking when the sun comes up. <laughs> You'll be sound asleep. All right? <laughs> no kidding. All right, hard guy. You're a better man than me or something. Whoa. I haven't cared what anybody thought about what and how I drink since I was about 17. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank. So many people to pour a straight liquor for and choke it down. <laughs> Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have all the clicks we want, the swag. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Lots of good stuff tomorrow as the whole world gets back to reality.